I'm Raleigh James, 888-876-5593 will be the number to get you to me and to Dr. Janet McKee. And you can go to JanetMcKee.com to check her out. But I got a lot of questions. And as I mentioned earlier, StresslessSuccess.com will tell you all about the book. And so, Janet, you, know, you, you robbed me of sleep. I was up all night last night. I finished your book. And, uh, <laughs> Wonderful. Hi, Rolly. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm delighted about this. And there were there were so many things. Now, now, firstly, chapter two, life is like sex. I, I laughed out loud when I got to the part where people <laughs> thought you were a sex therapist. <laughs> that was hilarious. And uh, yes, oh, yeah, that was invited to Hollywood to be interviewed by Jack Canfield, who's a multi-million bestselling author. And he was calling me success expert, which does fit. But his team and the video crew and everything thought he was saying sex expert. (laughs) And, of course, got a chuckle from that. But as you read in the chapter, it has a very powerful connotation behind what we really go through in life, right? All of our challenges are... Without, fr- without friction, there would be no climax. <laughs> exactly, which was a quote from yeah. a true sex expert. <laughs> oh, 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 that's that, funny. Yeah, that's just an example of our challenges. All the friction that we go through in our lives really help us achieve and you know who we really are. We become stronger, wiser, uh, more brilliant, more successful because of our challenges. And the quote of, without friction, you wouldn't achieve climax, is the perfect yeah. quote to exemplify the very challenges that we go through in our lives. And I thought, of course, that's a little bit humorous. Yes, yes, well. quite a visual. All right, so I, <laughs> I, I, I got to admit, I, I guessed when I got to the part about your husband walking out, and the part that got me, your husband took the dogs, and knowing he was leaving, he put liens on your investment property, and I thought to myself, there's two words for that, Janet. Justifiable homicide. He took the <laughs> dogs. <laughs> oh, well... To be completely honest, it crossed my mind a few times, I have to admit. Yeah. But I took a better than that. Yeah, Yeah, it was dreadful. I mean, I hit walls in every area of my life, as you read in the book. Yeah. Every, I mean, my health, you know, extreme challenge, almost didn't make out of the hospital alive. But because of that challenge, I'm healthier than ever, decades later, with no illness whatsoever, no medication. The doctors told me it was impossible, and I helped many, many people. Uh, not only prevent, but reverse very serious health challenges. But yes, husband walking out, not only leaving me heartbroken and our family ripped apart, but left me on the brink of financial disaster, the brink of true bankruptcy. And I mean, I've been through it all. You know, I know everybody listening, I'm sure, has had challenges in their lives, and they've been through a lot as well. But I had, I had them all. And a year of complete depression, anxiety, fear, you name it, I had to stop and say, wait a minute, I used to be a successful, happy, vibrant woman. I needed to find who I was again. And it was through that journey that I made the incredible discoveries that I share in Stressless Success. Yeah, and it's it's a terrific read, and you mentioned about your autoimmune conditions, which, of course, medical science knows absolutely nothing about autoimmunity. It's the practice of medicine because they're still practicing. And so here you were given two choices, bad and worst. They told you there was no third, and you got up and left. By the way, been there, done that. I can relate 100%. But most people put themselves between a rock and a hard place and don't believe there is another answer. 
you know, I didn't even know there was another answer. But I was an MBA corporate executive, right, in a Fortune 500 company. I didn't know anything about natural health and healing. It never even crossed my mind. But when the doctors gave me the option of either taking a medication that causes cancer or removing my organs, something came over me. And I don't know what your beliefs are, what your faith, something came over me and said no. It was this power from within me that said, wait a minute, there's got to be another answer. I don't even know where that came mm-hmm. from. But as I discovered later on, we all have that power within us, and we just need to tap into it. You're right about that. And most people hopefully won't have something quite as dramatic as those choices. But you run yes. into a lot of people who are putting themselves between that rock and hard place and don't see another choice because what it is is they have an addiction to having both. Uh, you know, my fiance won't leave Los Angeles, but I got to get back to Chicago and, uh, you know, I have to have him and I have to do this and I don't want to lose him. And, you know, in other words, it's, it's that they see the two choices and say there's nothing else in the universe that's involved here. And stepping away from that is one of the most difficult things to do. So how do you do it? Well, that is exactly stressful success. And you said it. I love the analogy of rock in a hard place. When we stress about something, we just put up walls of resistance. And those walls of resistance block solutions and opportunities from flowing to you. But we all believe that that's what you do. When you want to accomplish something, we believe we must stress and struggle to get to that accomplishment. And yes, many people have done a lot of stressing and they did achieve some level of accomplishment or success. But what I discovered is they had no idea the level that they could have achieved if they would have learned to break down those walls of stress and struggle because they do just block solutions. I mean, just a, a kind of an interesting little example and also kind of humorous in a way is... You know, throughout my life, as I developed a wellness business and we decided we wanted to get a farm and grow some organic food and kind of introduce people to the idea of getting back to the rhythms of Mother Nature, you know, where you go to bed early, you get up early, you eat real food, grown the way Mother Nature intended, really a lot of common sense things to just be healthy. Well, we started doing that and we were losing money. The farm was losing money. cost more to grow produce than we could make selling it. And I thought I was going to lose that part of the business. Well, I started to play around with these ideas of instead of stressing about it, instead of struggling against my problem, I just started to work with doing things that feel better and to open up my energy. And without me even knowing it, I was interviewed on the radio with a medical doctor, and I happened to mention I had a farm. And a young man called me and said, hey, I heard you have a farm. I heard you on this interview. would like to come out and see it. I said, sure, come on out. Me, I'm thinking we're losing money, whatever. Here, this young man and his girlfriend said, we love your farm. Can we get married there? And it became, word of mouth got out, it was so much fun, it was so successful, that now my farm, has this historic landmark property, hosts weddings and events. So what I, and many people say, well, of course, Janet, barn weddings are all the rage. Well, I didn't know that back then. So I, if, if I would have blocked myself, right, with 
focusing on the problem and stressing and struggling to find solutions, I would have never opened myself up to a solution that walked right in the door, landed in my lap, and became one of the biggest money-making properties that I even own. So that's kind of the idea. Solutions are there. Everybody, there are solutions to our problems waiting right outside your door, but you have to open up your energy and open that door and allow them in, allow them to find you. They are waiting to be discovered, and it is often things you would have never thought of if you stressed and struggled. It's interesting that you're saying that because right now during the pandemic, of course, uh, it's it's the fear of the unknown. And when you start to look at fear, the all false evidence appearing real, uh, the it's the biggest biggest single motivator. Of course, politicians love it; they'll use it any way they can, and uh, news media absolutely will capitalize on it and get you to watch and all that. But when you when you really start to look at it, it seems to me it all comes down to we we like to think we can control our lives, and the one thing we don't want is we don't want the unknown we want to think no matter what that we've got a handle on it it's almost as if our security is based on knowing the outcome and what you're talking about is basically giving it up so to speak you know uh, uh, if you're uh, if you're a believer you know turning it over to the Lord and that's easy to say and hard to do and I would think that for most people this is almost monumental in terms of level of stress it will produce if they don't think and of course they never have a handle on anything but if they don't think they have a handle on something mm-hmm. oh yeah then this is very challenging very powerful what we're all going through and which by the way just let's just look at that could i have planned i spent a year writing this book a ten, 10 years researching it but a year writing it could i have possibly planned releasing a book in february of 2020 on stress <laughs> Okay, and the pandemic is just starting to, and it hits in March. Like, I could not have planned that any better, but I didn't plan it. And that's just an example. When you work in this concept of looking at opening up your energy, and listen, this is not just some uh, religious thought of, oh, just hand it over to God, and the, but, but, I'm not even, I don't even talk religion in the book. What happens is when somebody takes that concept, just accept it and hand it over, what does that feel like? And that's the concept of stressless success, is doing things that help you to feel better. And if handing it over helps you release the struggle and stress, that's going to shift your energy and then you will be not only healthier, but solutions will arise. So let's look at this, because we believe that we're victims. We believe we're victims of everything that's happening around us. And so many people live their lives, oh, it's my spouse, or my boss, or the economy, or the government, or now it's this pandemic, right? And yes, it is affecting us. Things happen. Okay, but research has shown, and I don't want to get real scientific, but quantum mechanics is a theory within quantum physics that everything is energy. And what I discovered is it's not just your mindset, but it's instead how you feel because it's your feeling that creates your energy. And it truly is your energy that you can work on from within your own power that actually influences the outcome of your life around you. Um, 
it, this is sometimes hard to believe, and I'm throwing it at everyone here quite rapidly, but let's just look at it in terms of biological reasons. First of all, when you stress and struggle, when you stress, if you are really filled with fear and worry over what's happening with this pandemic, and yes, you did say it, uh, politicians, and again, even the media, I know this is a great decision, but the, the, the news focuses on everything to be concerned about. And, and for good reason, we need to know what's happening. And oh, right. But if you as the listener and the watcher focuses your own thoughts on everything that's wrong and everything to be fearful about, you will cultivate this chronic feeling of stress. And stress not only puts you in this fight or flight mode, which drains blood from your brain and goes to your extremities in case you need to fight or flight, right, fight or run, but you can no longer think clearly because your blood has drained from your brain. But also when you're stressed, you suppress your immune system. And it's the very thing that we need to strengthen right now. And stress increases inflammation and makes it very difficult for you to have healthy sleep habits. And you need to be rested not only to help boost your immune system to fight things like this virus, but also when you're rested, you feel more energized and you can think more clearly about these things that are challenging us. So you can focus on all of the dreadful things that we want to think about around the pandemic, or you can look at some of the other facts, such as 96% of the people that contract COVID-19 have very mild symptoms, right? I mean, and there is a lot that you can do to boost your immune system, to help your body fight viruses, including this, which is why 96% of the people have very mild symptoms, because they have a strong immune system. And there's so much else that we're learning from this, not only having, you know, better personal hygiene, and we're learning to care about our elderly. But so are you focusing on the problem, which is very restrictive energy, or are you hopeful that solutions are coming? Right? Look at all the brilliant scientists from around the world that are contributing, even with each other, on ideas and research, on treatments and vaccines, whatever your thoughts are on that, okay, which is mixed, which I understand. But... Right? So are you, so just as an individual, if you focus on the problem, if you focus on the challenge, if you focus on the fear and you keep feeding the fear, you are putting your body into stress and fight or flight mode. And that is going to reduce your possibility of not only getting through this time, but to have the thinking, the clear thinking and the calm energy. You don't have to be blissful about this. And that's, a big mistake that many people say, oh, you just need positive thinking. Well, as you read in my book, that is not the answer. When you have a challenge that you're upset about, you can't just think positively about it, but you can think small thoughts, and that's what we're doing. Like, okay, researchers are working on solutions to the virus, and I need to take care of myself to keep my immune system strong. These are smaller thoughts that feel better because you know them and you believe them. And that is the beginning of creating an energy within you that allows your life to thrive 
and not just survive throughout something even as serious as a pandemic. And doesn't that sound good? Now we're going to find out how to do it. JanetMcKee.com is one of the websites, and StresslessSuccess.com is another one. I am talking with Janet McKee, and you can too. Give me a call at 888-876-5593. Otherwise, I'll just monopolize the whole conversation. I'm Raleigh James, and this is WGN Radio. I'm Raleigh James, and this is WGN Radio, and we are talking with Janet McKee, JanetMcKee.com. She's a stress expert, not a sex expert, a wellness coach, and uh, the author of Stressless Success, StresslessSuccess.com. And as I was saying, it's it's so easy to talk about these things, and because let's face it, stress isn't what happens to you, it's your reaction to it. And it's easy to say, physically step away and say, I'll get back to you on that. But stopping the cycle, you know, you can't sleep because you're replaying all the negotiations from a deal that went south, or you're irate at your sister because she stole your mother's estate out from under you, or you're replaying how unfair it was, what your parents did to you in the third grade. Uh, yeah, unfair is a big one in these, but you start in that regurgitation cycle, and it's so hard to break. So your advice is great. Now, how do we implement it? Okay, first of all, all of those thoughts that keep replaying in your head, don't try to fight against them. So if you try to fight against negative thoughts, right, you're pushing against them, you're just giving them more energy. They're going to be there. The key is to learn these tools that we're going to talk about right now, but to practice them ongoing. You've got to learn, and we did research on the world's most accomplished people and found that they don't just let thoughts just happen. They deliberately and intently reach for thoughts that feel and that's the key thing, that feel better. And they do it ongoing. They start their day with it, and they practice all day. Just like a professional athlete is excellent at their sport, they continue to practice all the time. A musician is excellent at their musical instrument. They continue to practice all the time. So this is what we want to do. When you continuously practice these things that we're going to share, you have this momentum going. It's like flexing a muscle, and that positive energy muscle is going to get stronger and stronger so that when something happens that is not positive, right, or something that is upsetting, you can get back to your elevated and expanded place more quickly. But you've got to have that muscle built and strengthened. So what do we do? Let's look at this. First of all, when you wake up in the morning, all kinds of thoughts are going to just start flowing to you. You're going to worry, fear, like, oh, no, i got to get up. i got to feed the dog. i got to get to work. i got to talk to my boss. i got to deal with a client. I, my spouse is driving me crazy, you know, whatever, okay? Well, that's human nature. Like, all of these thoughts are going to start running around. And I'm not about controlling your thoughts because you can't control them. Your mind's going to go in a million directions. The people that talk about you've got to control your mindset, give it up. You're not going to be able to do it. Just relax, but reach for Thoughts that feel better, like, oh, okay, I love the pillow under my head, and I'm going to have an interesting day. I'm looking forward to the people I'm going to get to talk to, and I wonder what's something delicious I can make for breakfast, right? You just start to have these thoughts, and I started playing around with this, like deliberately creating a better-feeling energy first thing in the morning, and my day was going better and better until, you know what I say to myself now, Roy, I say... Today is going to be the best day of my life, and I feel what it would feel like to have one of the best days of my life. 
And from that feeling, I start my day. And then I do things, like I'll listen to music while I'm brushing my teeth or making my breakfast, like uplifting music. And I love getting out in Mother Nature, breathe fresh air. I love taking my dog for a walk. Whatever it is, prayer, meditation, whatever you love to do that helps you feel better, those are the things I want you to make a list of. And I want you to have those, not only practice those every day, right, flex that muscle of positive energy every day, but have that list ready because something's going to throw you off. Something's going to happen. Your sister's going to say something to you, right, and you go, woo, just go back to that list. Now, so many people say that you can't change your past, right? You mentioned all those things that happened to you years ago keep rolling around your head. You can't change your past. Well, you can. And the way you do it is to look at your past and see what did those challenges teach you? What did they show you? How did they make you into who you are today, which is an amazing person? And then you, like, forgive those people, and you're glad for those challenges because they made you who you are today, wiser and stronger than you ever would have been without them. When you begin to view your past with that better feeling, you've immediately changed your past. So look at this. Number one, you've got to take care of yourself. You've got to sleep well. Like I said, you've got to be rested. Drink fresh water. Move your body. Eat real food the way Mother Nature intended so that you have that wellness foundation because then you have the, the physical and mental energy and clarity you need to deal with challenges. But then learn when a challenge happens to climb a ladder with little thoughts that help you feel better little by little don't try to leap to some positive thought that doesn't feel good you're just going to climb grab a hold of the rung of the ladder and get solid footing because these little thoughts feel better then walk away from the subject that it's upsetting you and do all of those things that are on your list that help you to feel better what happens there when you do anything sing and dance prayer meditation that helps you feel better now you've got blood flow grow, going to your brain. Your energy is expanded and elevated. And now no longer do you have walls of resistance blocking solutions and opportunities from coming to you. You feel this flow. And from that slightly better energy of flow, things will flow to you. Opportunities, solutions, possibilities that cannot arrive unless you do that. I'm somewhat speechless because I agree with what you're saying from the standpoint of people who are relatively healthy embarking on this. But for the individual who literally can't see a silver lining in, say, uh, past uh, past wrongs or what whatever, uh, they hear this and dismiss it completely out of hand. And sometimes I think is saying, all right, whatever it was, that was not okay, and that did damage you, but it doesn't have to kill you. But the idea of being able to uh, transform it into this was a good thing, a lot of people can't get there. Okay, if you cannot get there, then you turn away from the subject. You walk away from the ladder instead of trying to climb the ladder on that subject, if that makes sense. So you cannot fight against a negative thought. Anything you push against 
you're giving it more power. You're giving your power away to it. Right. Okay? We all have negative thoughts. And in Stress of Success, you may have read, if you got through to that point, that negative thoughts are actually a positive thing. Yeah. And that's another different perspective, right? Everybody says, you have to think positively, and I'm saying, no, it doesn't always work that way. You just have to work on your energy. And negative thoughts can be a positive thing. Imagine this. You're going down the highway, and you're heading for the life of your dreams. But you start to daydream, and you start to veer off the side of the road, and you hit those rumble strips, right? It's like boom, 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 boom. They feel uncomfortable. Well, those are your negative thoughts. The rumble strips keep you from driving off the cliff, right? Negative thoughts are the same way. So don't fight against them. They're there to just let you know that those thoughts are taking you off your path. And your path of empowerment is to be able to cultivate better feeling energy. And if those thoughts about your past feel uncomfortable, then they're taking you off your path. So, okay, don't fight against them. They're there. It happened. Okay. Can you walk away from thinking that for a moment and do anything that helps you feel better? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You've got the power within you to create a better feeling by what you focus on. But do anything that feels better when you notice you're starting to allow those negative memories back in. You're just going to notice it because it doesn't feel good. And you know that how you feel, because Jana McKee is telling you this, and you can read it in Stress of Success, how you feel creates your life. And that is the secret right there. But when you understand that you can control how you feel, by making choices in any moment, you now have empowered yourself to create a better life. You can choose to keep focusing on all the bad things that happened in your past. Look at the things that happened to me. I can continue to be angry at my husband, right? Do you know I'm actually thankful to him now? I am grateful that he walked out on me and left me heartbroken and at the brink of financial disaster because if it wasn't for that defining moment, I would never be where I am today sharing these discoveries of a better life that everyone can have access to no matter where you are right now, no matter what you're focusing on, no matter what you're dealing with. You have the power within you to do anything, even slightly to make yourself feel better and begin to build that momentum. And the more you flex that muscle, no matter what other thoughts come into your head, negative, positive, they're okay. They're going to be there. Don't fight against them. It's human nature to have a million thoughts and don't try to control them. And every now and then you'll have a memory from the past that hurts. I do too. But then I say, you know what? But look at what's beautiful right now, right here today. And that feels better. And from that, you will create a better life. One thing you said on page 29 that I thought was good, one of your little statements there was, positive thinking can be harmful. 
and uh, repetition and visualization doesn't work unless you focus on the feeling. And as I looked at that, everybody wants to know what the secret is behind the secret when they're doing their positive, you know, affirmations and all that, and it's not working. Uh, the idea of the feeling is the is the uh, is the key there. But that said, I have to ask, what happened to your husband? Where is he today? <laughs> Remarried. Uh, to the woman he left me for, um, when he left at an hour's notice, a week later he was in Hawaii with a girlfriend. <laughs> uh-huh. So, but you know, you actually, and oh man, you know all those thoughts that you said at the beginning. I had all the images in my mind of taking, you know, yeah. whatever and doing whatever. But I, do you know, I'm actually grateful for her that she took him out. of Yeah, my well, life. no, I, I, I can see that. I was just hoping there yeah. might, you know, there might be an end, like oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he and was the whole idea about uh, positive thinking can be harmful. Is positive thinking is great. When you're in a great momentum, when everything's going well and you feel fabulous, yeah, think more positively, keep it going, feel better, feel better. But it's when you're having a serious challenge and somebody says, oh, you just need to think positively, they're wrong. Because, and, and I discovered this, if I can say this, sorry, uh, a client of mine, I do a lot of one-on-one coaching and so forth. She's CEO of a $250 million company and she said, Janet, my business is great. But all the stress in my business, I'm very scared because I have pain in my abdomen, and I'm very frightened that I'm developing a serious illness because of the stress from my business. She said, but don't worry, I read all the books, took all the workshops, all the seminars about positive thinking. Ugh. And I know all about positive affirmations. So I go to bed at night, and I tell myself positive thoughts. <laughs> and I said to her, Monica, what are you saying to yourself? I go to bed, and I say, I'm healthy. I'm healthy. <laughs> I'm healthy. And I realized She's conjuring. She's forcing yeah. a positive thought about something she's fearful about. Mm-hmm. But what she's putting out is the energy of fear. Because every thought has two sides of a coin. So because she was forcing a positive thought, because that's what everybody tells you to do, about something that she's upset about, she was putting more upset and fear into her energy, and she was making the situation worse. Does that make sense? Absolutely, it makes sense. Uh, all these things, by the way, make sense on paper. The uh, uh, The difficult part, of course, is uh, after you get the insight, and I think there's a lot of great insight in your book, being able to, uh, to actually embrace it in your life. And that brings me to Chapter 12, Harness Your Purpose and Passion, and we're going to pick it up right there. JanetMcKee.com, StresslessSuccess.com. If you've got any questions or thoughts or comments, 888-876-5593. It's 8888-RALEIGH. I'm Raleigh James. It's WGN Radio. And so, Janet, uh, we've got, as I mentioned, Chapter 12, Harness Your Purpose and Passion. All right. Some people know, but assuming you don't, how do you find your passion? Well, first of all, do everything that we just talked about today. Take good care of yourself. Open up your energy. And as you do things that feel better and expand and elevate your energy, things are going to come to you that you're going to know. It's something that's going to pull you from within that's going to help draw something out of you, this, this desire to do more of it, right? And this is really kind of interesting because in the work that I do, I do high-performance consulting, so many people... Like, start you. Like, well, what's your, what's your purpose? And they, each week they're like, okay, what are your goals? How's it going? How's it going? Well, we do it backwards. First, we elevate and expand your energy. We get you feeling more fabulous in every area of your life from an energetic perspective. Then we take you through a proven methodology which helps you uncover your purpose. And that's a matter of looking at what you want to do 
who you want to be, and why. And if you just take those three words and brainstorm, brainstorm wildly, but first get into a good place, like feel good, get in a really good, comfortable, but not just physical comfort, but just feeling great energetically, if you know what I mean, just feeling great and open your minds and brainstorm on those three questions, you will be stunned at what begins to come from you. And so many people then think, well, this is what I'd love to do, but I would never be able to make any money doing that or I, you know, this and that. And I'm not one to just say leap forward with all kinds of fear. I don't believe in that. You always want to take action from a place of positivity. But if you know that something is your passion because it's just what you love to do and you think about it all the time and it's what you want to spend all of your time doing, then from, again, this elevated, expanded state of energy and then being in the flow, ideas and opportunities will come to you that enable you to follow your purpose and your passion and support your family and more. And actually, you really shouldn't be doing anything if you truly hate it. So let's look at that, too, because if you're doing a job every day that you hate, I'm not saying quit your job because then you're going to go find something else you love. You've got to fix you first because you can find things you love about your current work. And that is what you want to do first. People always say, oh, when I get the new job or when I get the more money or when, then I'll be happy. I'm like, no, 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 no. You get happy first from right where you are. Because if you can find things to appreciate in what you do do right now, then you've begun to cultivate that power within you so that when you step forward into following maybe your new passion and purpose, then you've got all that power of positivity working for you. Yeah, there is no when and if. Anytime I hear someone say, I'll be happy if or I'll be happy when, that's, you know, that, that's not possible. One of the conditions of, of radio is we were the smug kids in junior high on career day because we knew just what we wanted to do, period. There was never a doubt. And you'd have serious goals. And the bottom line is what you didn't know was you were going to achieve them all before you were 30 if you were ever going to achieve them, period. Now, at that point, you were willing to walk over glass for this, but now you got it. And after a couple of years, well, it, it's not fulfilling anymore. And at that point, there's a crisis. In fact, years ago on Billboard, I did a series on this uh, because it was so prevalent. What's next? And what I found was that the lucky small percentage did find another passion. Most of them didn't. And so for individuals who have climbed to the top of the mountain, and you know, you mentioned that you certainly did that, and the stress is what took over, but in other cases, whether it's boredom or stress or it's just unfulfilling, if you've already had that passion for so long, why is it so elusive that you're not finding another one? Okay, it's all because of you. It's all within you. And, of course, after a while, let's look at it this way. And the last chapter, Master Your Masterpiece, I talk about a painter has a goal of painting a painting, right? And it's the choices of the colors and the textures and the lighting and the forms that's the joy. The joy is in the creation. It's not the end goal. Once the painting's on the wall, sure, you'll admire it when you walk past it, but the joy is the creation. So that's what happens there. We become 
so involved in creating that career or whatever that was. And the reason why we lose our passion after a while is because we did it. We're right. done. We actually achieved our goal. Yep. We think the goal is going to make us happy, but we're done. And so now what? And then you get kind of like bored. Well, the joy is all the creation. Now you can in that moment, and I highly recommend you find things to be inspired about in the job where you are right there. But because from that inspired, even slightly more inspired place, I mean, that, you've got to do that. You've got to find things to focus on. What do you love about the job? Even if it means, gosh, this job is helping me have a livelihood, to have a roof over my house and give me the ability to do things I want to do. So even if it's that, right, that's all you get out of it, you've got to focus on that, not everything that you're bored about or disappointed about. Focus on the one thing that is good about it because then you've shifted you, and when you shift you inside the next thing you know it, the, the, the new purpose, the new passion begins to unfold. And the next thing you know it, you're painting the next painting. That's interesting. No, that's, that's fascinating. And it is Stressless Success. I thought it was a great read. I had, uh, like I say, it kept me up. So uh, I don't know whether to thank you or curse you, but uh, I think that for anybody who is, especially now, uh, living in fear in particular, it's, 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 and you point this out eloquently, don't feel the fear and do it anyway. And uh, boy, do I agree with that. And when she, first, when she first wrote that book, she was on a tour, and I, I interviewed her, one of her first interviews. So uh, even at that time, I said, I don't think so. And I think she liked me very much. But in any of you you're going to get back what you give yeah. out. If you move forward in fear, total fear. Yeah. I'm not saying you don't do anything right. you're a little bit nervous about. But you got, you know, I talk about in the, in the book how to look at your fear and recognize yeah. it's just a thought. And, you know, you get comfortable. You got to get comfortable first. Get a little bit comfortable first. You don't just walk forward <laughs> in gripping fear. What kind of result are you going to get? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah. So hopefully everyone will take a look at stresslesssuccess.com and janetmckee.com. And thanks for spending an hour with us. Thank you, Rolly. I appreciate so appreciate it. the opportunity. Oh, it was sure. such a joy speaking with you. Okay, bye.